My handle is Jonathan Blade. Welcome to my podcast. I wanted to do something in keeping with the spirit of the season at the end of the year, and so I thought that it might be nice to signal boost some of my favorite podcasts. I don't watch a lot of television these days, but I do listen to an embarrassing number of podcasts. They get me through my workday, they help me unwind after, and they help fuel my personal interests. I was going to do a, a top five, and that's still the general outline, but there are so many podcasts worthy of attention that inside the loose categories, I will be discussing a few different programs. So I started listening to podcasts because of a website called Pocket Now. Pocket Now's focus is mobile consumer technology, and in addition to their written journalism, their team was producing a crap ton of other media at the time. They were making a quality product, and their hosts were all really good in front of the camera, and as it turns out, behind the mic. Now, their lead host at the time was YouTube legend Michael Fisher, and he was a fantastic ringmaster for a podcast. He always kept the pacing brisk and the panel on task. So I think if I had started following something other than the Pocket Now podcast at the time, I wouldn't still be listening to podcasts. But Pocket Now was the goods. It's still good. It has a very solid regular panel, but it's no longer one of my favorite tech podcasts. While I don't listen to them all regularly, I listen to about a dozen tech podcasts, maybe more, but the one that I listen to most consistently is MacBreak Weekly. MacBreak Weekly is one of the many, many tech podcasts on Leo Laporte's This Week in Tech, Twit Network. All of the Twit shows feature industry professionals along with journalists who present well-considered discussions concerning all areas of technology, but MacBreak Weekly represents the zenith of that successful formula. There's a magic stew of personalities and expertise and affable camaraderie that just gels on MacBreak Weekly in a way that is superior to the other shows on which that formula also works. Now you know it's good because I have never even used a Mac as my everyday machine and I love MacBreak Weekly. I also wanted to specifically mention another podcast here, I don't listen to many single host shows unless they are heavily scripted, but I do listen to Juan Bagnell's SGGQA podcast. That's the Some Gadget Guy question and answer podcast. It's a weekly deep dive on tech news leaning heavily towards the practical aspects of how the big picture of that news actually affects us. Juan's take is steeped in his own personality and political beliefs, which can be both good and bad, but as a long cast that should be incredibly dry, it isn't because of his investment. Speaking of single host shows, I started listening to Factoid Podcasts this year. Uh, my first published podcast was actually a guest spot on the Let Me Google That podcast. The regular host, Abby Norman, publishes almost daily, and the draw of 5 to 15 minutes of, huh, cool, shouldn't be discounted. In the same vein, I found a podcaster from my locality who does the same brand of cast, but with a deeper take on the subjects and a more specific presentation. Moxie Labouche's Your Brain on Facts podcast is really strong stylistically and makes me jealous that I never found a hook myself. I love factoids and recalling them in Moxie's voice makes it all the more likely that I will be able to pull them out at parties when I get into passionate uh, Seinfeldian discussions about nothing. In the realm of passion, I also have a standalone social cast in my lineup. If you don't know who Anita Sarkeesian is, she grew her feminist frequency brand 
validly criticizing representation in games media. Uh, under her umbrella is the Feminist Frequency podcast, on which, well, in her own words, we're the show that encourages you to be critical of media that you love, or we're the feminist killjoys coming to take your media away, depending on your point of view. The thing is, her co-hosts, Abby Adams, a black woman, and Carolyn Pettit, a trans woman, are actually in it to encourage the growth of perspective surrounding the film, TV, and game media that people enjoy. It's Anita, who is purely the feminist killjoy. I don't even disagree with her point of view most of the time, but she's kind of a she's kind of a jerk. And that is one of the reasons that I enjoy her show. Also in its own category, I picked up a sex cast this year because it's hosted by another local podcaster who doesn't like sex. That's rhetorical, as I know that there are lots of people who don't care for it, but I like sex, so Miranda Oswald's interesting sex podcast fills a niche that I didn't even know was empty in my weekly lineup. Uh, she interviews various people who are into the kink scene, which is something with which I have no specific knowledge or experience. It's very cool listening to people that respect the power of sex and appreciate the sexual autonomy of the individual more than regular folks because of how dangerously intimate what they are into can be. Miranda is warm, she's positive, she's encouraging, and that makes the show fun. As a warning, don't look at the guest's social media profiles. They're actually just regular ass people, and no one wants to think about regular ass people having sex. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Kind of. Now, one kind of podcast that I'd been looking for for years kind of came to me as a secondary benefit of listening to the team's other podcast. I thought that an interesting gaming podcast would be easy to find, and it was one of the first kind of podcasts that I actually looked for. Boy, howdy, was I wrong. After finding a few stinkers, I actively sought out a podcast hosted by veteran uh, gaming journalism professionals, and uh, I thought that would be the ticket, but that one ended up being boring too. And after that, I was like, well, it must just be me, and I stopped searching for a gaming podcast. Enter the Zero Hit Points podcast. And they actually found me. I started listening to their movie cast, which I will get to, and then after a time, I added their gaming cast. What their podcast taught me was that I probably don't like gaming casts, but I do like natural animated conversations between friends. Most podcasting teams have a relationship, but on both of Matt Ryan's casts, their magic is that they are selling the hell out of two guys having a conversation over something that they are passionate about. They could discuss the same game for three episodes in a row, and sometimes they do, but it's engaging because even though they don't live in the same state, they could be doing it over lunch, or they could be doing it in one of their living rooms or on somebody's deck. Matt and Ryan's other cast is the aforementioned film cast, Book Club for Movies, and of course it has those same qualities that make zero hit points engaging. It's also unique on this list because it's one of the few film podcasts that I didn't come to through Movie Bob Chipman. So, every one of the casts that I've encountered through Movie Bob Chipman is a gift. There's School of Movies, where the Shaws hold court over comprehensive deep dives. There's Cinemaspection for some considered alternative points of view. Bob's brother Chris's podcast, Shooting the Shit with Chippa, where Chris has free-flowing geeky conversations with everyday non-podcaster nerdy people. But my favorite of my film cast collection is the only podcast about movies. So their shtick is that they are two film industry professionals discussing movies from an aesthete versus the everyman perspective. The energy is great, but the draw is that Shahir and Matt can throw friendly but passionate words over resolute opinions, and it's captivating. But if you enjoy a thing, it's really the two sides of yourself at odds with each other. 
Can I enjoy this thing because the craft of it is exhilarating to me, or does it need to be layered enough that it invites deconstruction and therefore becomes fractally more intriguing with each analysis? Uh, for film, I'm the everyman, but I enjoy the challenge presented in the deconstruction. I enjoy this cast. So I actually think that covers my five loose categories, but there are a few more podcasts I'd like to mention. One is Hooked on T.J. Hooker, the Hooked on T.J. Hooker podcast. It's a TV series podcast where they do an episode-by-episode breakdown of the eponymous 1980s TV series. It is terrible. The hosts have an arrhythmic conversational flow in some, and I mean it has to be, intentionally awkward humor. It's very Tim and Eric. I followed one of the hosts from the wildly successful and hilarious We Hate Movies podcast, and even though I'm presenting it as something akin to uh, flicking yourself with a rubber band of podcasts, I'm not sorry to have found it. It's kind of great. Uh, also, Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. It's a very solid film discussion cast with an important focus and likable hosts and some terrible, obnoxious repeated bits. Finally, we have the Geeks Under the Influence Smack My Pitch Up podcast, in which two hosts, one regular and one rotating, present two alternative treatments for a given movie, one serious and one just for shits and giggles. It's a pretty great idea and one of which I am a little jealous. So with that, you would think, Van Damme, that must be every podcast that this guy listens to. And you would be wrong. Because there are now as many podcasts as there are people, which must be true because you are currently listening to my podcast. Anyway, I, I want to thank all the makers out there for keeping me engaged and also completely disconnecting me over the course of the year. I appreciate your hard work. I appreciate your craft. And to my listeners, as always, thanks for listening, and happy holidays. <laughs>